Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. Episode number two of the Rosie Report, Spring Training Edition 2023. Great to have you with us. Jim Rosenhouse along with you as the Guardians get ready for a busy day on Tuesday. If you're catching this shortly after it drops with split squad action against the Kansas City Royals in Goodyear today. And then just up the road in Peoria, the other half of the split squad will take on the Seattle Mariners. And Cleveland coming off its first spring win a 12 to 4 pounding of the chicago cubs over in mesa in a game again you, you talk about uh the the pitch clock and pace of play 16 runs 21 hits five errors 18 pitchers used in that ball game yesterday between the two teams over in mesa and just two hours and 46 minutes was the game time so again the it's amazing the differences we've seen with the pitch clock. Big day for non-roster invite outfielder, a veteran, Roman Quinn. Uh, an intriguing story now after a great start. And again, uh, you have to temper too much excitement um, over spring training accomplishments. But as Terry Francona says, you, you certainly don't want to discount uh, a great start and, and some great days, whether it's at the plate or on the mound. And Roman Quinn yesterday had two more home runs after a home run in his debut on Saturday. He drove in five runs and in a very small sample size. He's now three for five, all three hits, home runs, and six runs driven in. Did not record an interview with him yesterday, but had a chance to meet him. And he said, I'm not a power hitter, really. Uh, I did try and work on some strength in the offseason. But uh, more of an on-base, stolen base type guy and a good outfielder. But, man, he's been uh, hammering away in the power department here early in the spring. Good day for Gabriel Arias. Two more hits for him. And uh, Micah Preeze, who's off to a nice start. A young man in the minor league system for the Guardians had an RBI triple. On the mound, Shane Bieber with two hitless innings. And Connor Pilkington also with a pair of scoreless innings on the mound for Cleveland. In a little bit, we'll hear from starting pitcher Cal Quantrill. But first, let's check in with the post-game thoughts of Shane Bieber, the ace of the staff, making his first major league start yesterday, and it went well. 
I feel like we uh, we mixed it all in there. A walk, strikeout, uh, caught stealing. Oh, it was good. It felt good. Is it nice just to be at this point and not be coming off of a year of rehab and just being able to... Yeah, for sure. Being able to feel good and work on things and uh, uh, get to know a, a new catching core. Um, have them get to know you rather and um, just work on building towards another another good season. It's great. What about the pitch clock? How'd you do with that? It's good. Yeah, I was talking to uh, Jordan Baker, the home plate umpire. It was his first uh, action today as well. So we we're joking around. We're like, we're we're figuring it out together. Um, uh, you know, they don't want to um, have to hit you on a violation. They don't want to have to hit anybody on a violation. So um, they're just trying to do their best to communicate beforehand, and that's kind of what we were talking about. Um, going through the, the subtleties of the rules and uh, arrangements and all that. So uh, it was no big deal. Was it a time thing at the warm-up? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was like, if you don't throw your last pitch before 30 seconds, I didn't know that. If I didn't throw my last pitch before 30, the clock at 30 seconds, um, then they'll have to get me on a violation. So we were clearing that up. Okay. Your, your like warm-up pitches mm-hmm yeah I didn't know that and so maybe that's they... maybe that's not like a strict rule but generally uh, if you don't get that out by 30 seconds you're gonna run out of time before the first pitch of the inning so you start you, the game with you have one to, yeah so you have to allow the the hitter enough time to you know walk up and and get into the box but uh yeah that's what he was saying he was like you gotta start your motion in between innings for your last pitch before the clock hits 30 seconds. What's it been like throwing to Zanino? It's been great. He's great. Um, he's definitely uh, what they call a, a pitcher's catcher, and uh, he. We were pretty much on the same page for all, however many of my pitches we threw today. Um, I had a thought. Once I get the ball back, you're obviously thinking what pitch you think would uh, would sequence best after what you just threw, and. Um, of the times that I was thinking that and had a clear-cut decision, he it was the first one he called. So we're uh, we're pretty dialed in. We'll just continue to communicate and develop a better relationship, and we'll be good for it. When you're this early in spring, what are your biggest goals of these types of outings? I think just feeling comfortable on the mound, um, back in competition, um, and uh, and commanding the ball. I think uh, just feeling good within your delivery, and like I said, within competition, it's been a while since you kind of feel that and that your, your heart race a little bit. So uh, it's always fun to get back in the swing of things. At Shane Bieber, poised for another strong season and a nice start to his spring yesterday with two hitless innings. Cal Quantrill has a start under his belt in spring training, and uh, he will be pitching for Team Canada in the World Baseball Classic. Cal's coming off a 15-win season for Cleveland a year ago, and he'll be slotted in the top three in that starting rotation come opening day for the guards. And we had a chance to go one-on-one with Cal Quantrill earlier in the spring, and he talked about his anticipation for the World Baseball Classic and readiness for that great event. All right, Cal, um, you're going to the WBC, so how different has your preparation been, if at all, compared to what you normally do uh, as you head into a season? I don't think it's been – it hasn't been drastically different. Um, you know, if I pitch on March 12th and, uh, and I go 50 pitches or – that's kind of where you'd want to be on, on a regular spring training. So I don't feel like we, we overdid it, but I made sure that I was you know prepared to throw competitive, very competitive innings this early, and I feel like my body's in a good spot. Here we go. And I know you, you kind of touched on it when we were up in Toronto last year because some people asked you, you know, what it would mean to be able to play for Team Canada. Now that it's happening, 
what is that feeling for you to be able to play for them? It's an honor, man. It's I've said it a couple of times, but it's just you don't have the opportunity to uh, to wear your flag very often. And I think that when you're given that opportunity, if, if physically you're able to do it, it's something that you know I, I'm not going to pass up on. So uh, I'm super excited. Uh, I, I know a lot of these guys. You know, that, that baseball community in Canada is not big. Um, you know, we got some really talented players, and we got some players from this team going. So. Um, I'm pretty excited about it, pretty excited to represent my country, and, and hopefully we can go go pretty far in this thing. And you're in a bracket where you mentioned there's some players from this team, but you'll – Yes. Uh, have you looked at that much on, on what potentially could be an opponent? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's – I'm not sure exactly what game I'm going to go yet, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's a good bracket. Uh, U.S., Mexico, Colombia, Great Britain, you know, it, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, definitely going to face some of these guys in the season too, so I'll make sure I, you know, get some intel on some of them a little early. And obviously you, you want to do your best preparing for a season. Uh, Richie Palacios has to go to the Far East to play his uh, WBC games, but it, is this about as good a, a situation as it could be with the games being right here? Yeah, uh, this is the situation I was most interested in playing in the tournament. I think it's very difficult if you have to go overseas uh, for the qualifier, miss too many weeks. Uh, definitely Richie's got a tougher go of it, although I think it'll be awesome for him as well. Um, the fact that we're here – fact that I still have access to our field and our you know our facilities our trainers our staff um, while I'm doing it makes this a much more uh, approachable thing to do. Cal Quantrill joining us and uh, obviously you're trying to get ready for a season as well uh, you look back at last year and uh, durability seems to be a, a, such a, a big thing for you and in, in compiling those innings uh, what do you do in the off season to make sure that that continues as your career gets longer? first and foremost I rest <laughs> uh but you know the everything I do is with the you know with the thought of how how consistent can I be the next year how how, how many times in a row can I be ready every fifth day um do I need to run more do I need to lift more do I need to lift less do I need to throw earlier do I need to take more time off we're just you know you're just it's a mixing board you're just kind of changing each of these levers trying to find the one that works best and I think you know, with the help of the staff here, you know, Joe Kessler Strength and James Quinlan on our uh, on our uh, their, uh, training room end, I, we've kind of put together something that I think is is has really helped me stay on the field. And you know, it's it's a really important part of our game. It's a sixth tool. Can you can you be out there on the field helping your team? So I take a lot of pride in trying to be prepared for each start and. No one's perfect, and injuries happen. But you know, doing everything in our power to try and avoid them. And you mention all that, and uh, Cleveland has a reputation for taking care of their pitchers and, and being able to do some things to keep them on the mound. Uh, how much have you noticed that since coming over in a trade uh, that you've been able to take advantage of and really help your career? Yeah, I, I feel blessed. I felt like you know, the guys in San Diego cared about me a lot and, and worked hard. But but speaking of Cleveland, speaking about Cleveland, since I've been here, it's been just a very focused kind of very in tune checking in every day that first half season that I got here trying to build up good habits then you know the second year was a transition from relief to starting and and that's where we started to really implement like this is what my five-day program looks like and there are no excuses for it not happening and we can adjust and we can do this and that but these are the things the boxes that have to be checked and over the course of two years now it's become just clockwork this is what I do I'm going to do this 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 and then I'm going to pitch 
um, and it helps. And it, your body appreciates it, and your brain appreciates it, and I think that they appreciate us giving them that time to do their work. They're professionals. They're great at what they do. They have a wealth of information, but they need willing customers, so we try and be willing customers. Team-wise, um, I'm sure there, there must have been a belief in that clubhouse last spring that, that good things could happen. Um, is it different this spring after you've gone through it last year and, and had so much success and reached the postseason? So I, I don't want to make anything up, but I, I, feel, I feel confident saying this is we felt the same way last year. We thought we could win. I think we said that. People didn't believe us, but we said that we could win, and we did. This year, I think we're saying the same thing. We believe the same thing. We're training the same way. The only difference is the outside world seems to actually believe us now. So I don't think our approach has changed. I don't think our desires have changed. I think the only difference is we just want to last longer this year. You know, I felt like we went home a little too early last year. Um, nice to show up when pitchers and catchers report, or maybe in your case a little bit earlier. And, and uh, what's that feeling when you – you see teammates that you've been through it with and, and had some good success with. The boys are back. It's fun. It's it's hard not to be excited. Getting that clubhouse, the guys start trickling in over the course of a week, and today was a fun day. That's a packed clubhouse, and you love every one of them. So it's a uh, it's a it's a pretty exciting time of the year. It's you know we're all aware of so we've got a long ways to go, but it's uh, the energy is pretty good right now. At starting pitcher Cal Quantrill, he'll be a big key once again for the Guardians in that starting rotation that has been such a strong suit for Cleveland. Well, once again, a couple of games today as the Guardians will take on Kansas City here, a 3.05 Eastern time first pitch. No traditional radio, but we will be webcast only today, so you can catch that at cleeguardians.com or the MLB.com and also on the MLB app, uh, a chance for you to listen to Guardians baseball from right here in Goodyear, and I'll be joined on that broadcast by Jim Clark, the longtime play-by-play voice for the Akron AA Ball Club as Hammy has uh, the webcasts off. He'll be back with us when we're back on regular radio on Wednesday afternoon against the White Sox. No radio coverage from Peoria, but you can also follow that game on the MLB app as well. So a lot of baseball today. We'll try and recap it for you on our next edition of the Rosie Report tomorrow. Until then, as always, this is Jim Rosenhouse thanking you for downloading and listening to the Rosie Report Spring Training Edition. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 